So, yeah, as promised, we're going to chat to Basil Govender, Executive Manager. We're chatting about the, uh, yeah, the, the, the petrol increase, you know, the, the impact that it has had uh, on the industry. The association, that is the South African Bus Operation Association, um, uh, represents um, the, South, the South African uh, long-distance uh, bus operators, intercity, and interstate services, school bus operators, and uh, tour character operators, and cross-border operators. That's a lot. Good afternoon to you, Basil. Good afternoon, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Great to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot, and afternoon to you, listeners. Fantastic. So, so Basil, what has been the reaction from your members on the recent fuel increases? Uh, if I have to look at I've been searching for one word. So mm. if I have to sum it up, probably the best word now would be utter desperation mm. because we've never faced these kind of perfect storm of challenges. And primarily, cash flow is under the most severe stress that we've had. Uh, mm. now. So on the back of COVID, you know, which seems like a distant memory now given the challenges, we had the July-August unrest last year, the recent floods in KZN. So it's this fuel price trajectory at record high levels uh, in this, the sector is buckling. Mm. I mean, if you... I have to con- if I have to contextualize for you, uh, fuel costs alone in total operating costs makes up thirty percent as an industry average. Mm. So every time uh, this fuel price goes up or down, when it really does, thirty uh, percent of the total operating costs are affected. And if if I to take it from July January last year to December twenty one. That impact alone was 13.1%. Mm. We hoped for some improvement, but January this year to end May, that's standing at 5.5% already. I mean, you you are seeking an engagement with the Treasury. What will you be addressing? Uh, so, Glenn, you know, all of the above that I've mentioned now comes at a time and in a financial year where the Treasury budget or the public transport operating grant within the budget was decreased. So that's another pressure element. Our total grant for public transport this year has been decreased. So uh, the subsidy element in itself is a contributor to cushioning the cost of travel for the commuter. So we want to position the Treasury alongside the National Department of Transport, a review of the current funding allocations, and, and essentially seek a midterm budget review. Mm. And and possibly a review of the next three-year allocation so that it can lend some certainty for that period. But uh, importantly, and one of the more contentious discussions, Glenn, and for the listeners, is that we we seek to review this disparity in funding models for the high train, the BRTs, versus the commuter and other public transport networks. And it's currently biased towards the former two, the high train and BRT models get the funding, when fuel goes up, they get uh, the additional fuel uh, element paid over as it is adjusted. Uh, but more critically, in the rest of the commuter arena, over the period 2009 to date, the commuter bus funding has been capped, and that gap between cost and subsidy is widening. So lastly, and, and, and more strategically, we also want to get uh, Treasury to look around alternative total funding models for a complete integrated and sustainable public transport. Yes? 
It's Radio 2000. Uh, this Thursday, uh, we are chatting to Basil Govender. Uh, he's the executive manager of the South African Bus Operation Association. And we're talking about the impact of fuel price increase on the industry. Basil, will uh, are there any adjustments that the industry is looking at making? Well, let me just say that the industry has made just about all of the controllable adjustments and mm. efficiency improvements it could implement. And in most cases, and we're practical, the operators have even engaged with all their service providers. The industry has a long value chain, and we've ensured that other and all methods of cost containment are in place. But we've saturated that now, Lynn. So okay. the resultant cash flow constraints and pressures could have other issues. Uh, and uh, you, you probably will want to not hear the good news or, or the, not the good news, the bad news, that any one of these things and all of this combined is not uh, sought as alternative relief measures are going to impact on passengers. Because, mm, you know, that this was going to be my question. Will operators pass on the impact to passengers? And if, if, if so, when is that going to happen? Well... It is being reviewed and discussed, but uh, the, the industry mandate will be formalized shortly. But I'm going to say this will be an absolute last resort. Mm. The fact is that any adjustment of fare boxes across all sectors will hurt the people we are supposed to be helping, the traveling commuter. Uh, in fact, you know, the white paper on transport, one of the policies said, set a, a, uh, a limit to what households should be spending and uh, towards public transport. And in the balance of play, many households are already expending way over that desired amount. So pushing this will hurt the public and the economy to a large degree. But to context it again, uh, Lynn, so let's just say uh, on an average mainstream route, uh, you, you're looking at increases of between 15 and 22%. Mm. If, if that has to go that route, it, it's highly unsustainable, mm. and uh, but if, if, if no urgency is given towards exploring alternative relief, that may be the long-term or the only last resort. Excellent. Basil, pleasure chatting to you, and uh, yeah, all the best moving forward. Thank you, Glenn, and thanks for having us. Excellent. Take pleasure care. there. There you go there. It's my good friend there, Basil Govender, the executive manager at the South African bus operation in